Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hello, you guys, and welcome to Enlightened Conversations today. I'm going to have with me Lois Rowley today. And um, Lois was one of the first students and graduates of the um, Lightwork, Master Lightworker Practitioner. And she has continued her studies and now has even more fast experience in psychology, counseling, and karate. <sighs> um, she has found her niche in helping others, finding their way through traveling their feelings. Helping, um, did I say that? Helping others find their way through traveling their feelings. She is passionate about bridging the gap between mainstream and alternate, and alternate consciousness and is an absolute wealth of knowledge with equal sense of humility. So I'm very excited to have her here. Just gonna get her into the conversation on the screen. So be not taking too long. We're already connecting. There she is. Hi. <laughs> Drum rolls. <laughs> That's much better with a, with a vertical screen. How are yeah. you? Lois? I'm very well. I'm very well. How are you, Kristen? Good, thank you. <laughs> Good to have you here again. Yeah, let's see if this works well. Yes, I'm, I'm burning to ask you a question already. <laughs> hey, go for it. Okay, so um, I can remember when um, you were like one of, the, one of our mentors and facilitators when I started the LPT training and you said, uh, was it one of your dreams or is it a goal? Either or, but you said you wanted to be like more than 100 years old, like far more than 100. 116 years. is the exact age. 116. I was just yeah. like, 120 wasn't that much or less. No, it was 116. <laughs> Somewhere along the lines, I worked out that if I made it to 116, I would get to go to my grandchildren's weddings. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that is why the specific age. And that may be right, that may be wrong. I, um, I, um, I'm not sure, but, yeah, look, 116, there's no better time um, to be alive and have the possibility of making it, making it to um, a very, very older age than there is today. We have more opportunity for health mm -hmm. today than um, many generations past have had, so... Um, that's a win for us all. Society, do you, you have won. Do you, do you, when you say like about health, do you combine like um, doctors and, you know, alternative medicine and everything like that as well? Absolutely. I am. I actually, I actually pride myself on being very mainstream with um, everything that I do. That's not to exclude the uh, the um, alternative therapies either, because um, I find that there's no one answer, or there may be one answer, but you need to look in both places. Um, you need to you need to have the grounded advice of a medical practitioner, 
but he's not a higher power or an authority greater than your own other than he has the knowledge of um, the knowledge of the hypothetical deductive um, um, reasoning to be able to decide based on your symptoms what's going on in your body it's up to you whether you take his treatment it's up to you whether you know you have full freedom to take his advice or not take his advice or seek more and further advice and um yes that's exactly what i do and that's how i go about my health you know um, a doctor is not always the start point but if i if i you know if i feel like that that's what i need to do then that's what i do that's true. I guess that's where I'm coming from as well. Are you are your children immunized? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like a big one for me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And only you can make that choice. Yeah. Um, my daughter is about to travel overseas and she has just had, um, oh, yeah. I think, nine vaccinations all on the one day. Yeah, it's rough. I had to have them as well before I came to Australia. Yeah. And I have now my son going through it and he's only four and I'm I'm aware of some of the negatives and positives, but I just, for some mm -hmm. reason, I feel like doing it. Yeah. So um, who knows? Because we are traveling as well. Then. Yeah. A big part of the research is herd immunity. The more of us that are immunized, yeah. then, the, then the more people who are not immunized are covered by our, our yeah. herd immunity. And... Yeah. There are people who um, have uh, big reactions to immunization, you know, and those people have to do what is right for them. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I am immunized, not only to protect myself, but to protect others as well. Mm. I like do, that your own, do your own research and use your yeah. own heart to answer the question. Yeah. That's what I did too. I'm like, yeah, I'm hearing people, but I feel like still doing this. <laughs> and I guess being okay with that as well, being okay yeah. with, you know, the decisions yeah. you make. Like, yeah. yeah. And just accept that. That's really interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Validate what feels right for you. Yes. Acknowledge and validate just because other people say you should do this or you should do that and this is the way I weighed it up. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that you did that for yourself. Now it is my turn to make my decision. Yes. And mm. then, yeah, live with it regardless of what, you know, consequences Absolutely. or whatever. But, but that's right. Yeah, we're, all, we're, all living, we're all living a life of choices. Mm. Don't hold back on making a choice because that's making a choice. Making a choice not to make a choice is a choice and that one leads to a lot of, a lot of heartache. In my big fat experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, see, that's what I thought was almost overthinking doing this. Like, do I do this? Don't I do this? Uh, 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 and then you, you don't do it and you just leave it. Take it on hold. You make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how you end up with big laundry baskets full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is probably true. It's just like, it doesn't make any. <laughs> I do have a laundry basket. No, actually, it's actually not too bad. I have, I have several laundry baskets. <laughs> I've chosen not to do them because there's other things more important. Uh, I do that too. <laughs> do you have um, 
do you have like a plan or something to to reach that age like you know do you fast a lot or do you take special care of your health or are you extra happy or something like that am i extra happy? <laughs> yeah i should I plan know. to be extra happy um <laughs> i you know i have a moderate way of life and i do what i enjoy doing and i listen to my gut I've made, I'm 47 years old, I've made plenty of mistakes. Quite often I find that the early part of your life is designed around your, your immaturity and your inexperience and therefore you stumble over these mistakes that actually teach you how to live your life in the future. You know, perfect, wonderful, excellent. <laughs> Don't be the person who needs to kick their toe twice on the same step. You know, I um, I eat well. I'm not vegetarian. I um, I eat very little red meat. I eat red meat maybe once a month. Sorry, once a week. Um, I have quite low levels of iron. Um, that's been for, for quite a few reasons. I'm a blood donor um, and I haven't been able to donate blood because my iron levels are low, but I've donated blood for years um, and probably not um, taken enough iron supplementation to be able to, you know, continually do that. Um, so that's the red meat issue. I eat greens like they're coming out of my ears. I eat I eat greens three times a day, three times a day, um, and I eat fruit as snacks, fruit as snacks. I eat dark chocolate. I eat, I drink red wine. I don't drink red wine, wine daily. I drink, I drink Friday to Sunday. That's my integrity. And, you know, I drink about two glasses of wine. I don't really feel like anymore. That's just the way I am. I... Um, when I first had the epiphany that moderation is freedom, then that's just the way I, I that's just where I gravitated to. And, you know, um, and I do allow myself to get loose from time to time. I have an up and coming wedding, you know, in, in August of which one of our viewers are going to. And, I am really looking forward to letting my hair down, really looking forward <laughs> to letting my hair, hair down with, with my family. Um, yeah, I can't imagine I'll get too untidy, but, I'll, you know, it'll be enough to make it. It'll, it'll be enough to make an inappropriate joke. And, <laughs> you know, it'll be enough to make an inappropriate joke. And, you know, I, I like that. I like that about yeah. me. Bring on that the inappropriate jokes. Yeah, that will then later on give you another wave of joy there. A couple of months down the track, yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> Happy travel. Yeah. <laughs> the <Exactly>. joyful way. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I actually haven't done that for a while either. I've been, I've been working a lot, but I'm like, I just, yeah. I think I should let my hair out sometime soon. <laughs> I think. In I a moderate think... way. Absolutely. In a moderate yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, you know, I there's no, I have absolutely no desire to get immoderate around alcohol. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. No, it doesn't make you feel good the next day. No. And I like how you call that freedom as well, because sometimes you look at this as in like a, um, 
you know, I'm cutting things out that are actually fun, but yeah. through my restrictive. Brain, yes. It actually, yeah, you know, well, well, if, if you ask yourself, um, mm. you know, if you really want to go out and overdo something, or if you really want to restrict yourself from something, ask yourself, you know, um, what's the feeling? What's the, what's the feeling that I'm chasing? What's the feeling that's motivating me to overdrink? What's the feeling that is, what's the feeling that is asking me, you know, not to eat enough? What is, what is the, what's the feeling? You know, that once you is... get in there, once you get in there and have a feel of the feeling that's unconsciously kicking your butt around, then you can sit with that feeling and watch it and ask it what it needs and soothe it and mm -hmm. de-identify, detach take its reinforcers away, let it pass through, let it extinguish, and then find yourself in another feeling, something different. Mm. And then you can still choose what you're going to do. <laughs> well, and you can choose, and you can choose more, con and you can choose more yeah. consciously because why you yeah, have an impulse yeah. kicking your butt You'll be choosing what the impulse wants, not actually what you really know is right for you. Yeah, because I had uh, two situations come to mind when I when I hear you say that. And one is that I talked to a friend and she said, I feel like a glass of wine. I haven't had wine, you know, in ages and I usually don't drink any wine. Awesome. And I said, go, go for it. Just have a glass of wine. There's nothing wrong with that. And then later on, she, she shared a little bit more of her, of her situation with me. And I thought, later on, like, do, do you think you are wanting the wine to actually do, like, you know, cover up all the, the underneath, like, everything that you feel like sorting out? Yeah, it's, mm. it, it was almost like, I don't know, mm. I, was, I was wondering the same thing, if it, if it was mm. like... Um, Mm. A thing of trying to suppress that what wanted to come out and be sorted mm. out and be heard mm. that that frustration, mm. the stress, and and all of that that she has mm. experienced along the way. And this is this is where I find mm. self-reflective questioning so helpful because, yeah. you know, the question: Do you think you wanted a wine mm. um, so that you didn't have to feel these feelings? Is a great question. Yes. Do you think you wanted a glass of wine so that you would feel more comfortable talking and disclosing and sharing your feelings and your story with me or talk feel more comfortable talking about it? Mm. You know, what is the what is the what's what's the feeling you're in? Mm. You know, sitting there and listening Sitting and listening to a friend is the most cherished of opportunities, you know, especially when a friend is, is sharing their challenges with you, mm. especially when a friend is, is, is sharing their challenges with you because we all have stuff 
Um, no matter how long you work on your stuff, you're always going to have stuff. Um, stuff is just part of the, you know, stuff is just, stuff is just part of um, the human experience. Mm. But it's set yet to for us to evolve and grow as well. So we, I shouldn't That's probably exactly say damn you and just like, you know, embrace it and welcome it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Did you say damn you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so, I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, and I hear that, all, I hear that all the time as well. But in actual fact, you know, once you've got that, once you've got that oh, out of the way, that's part of your humanity too. So embrace the fact that you've gone ah, and, you know, <laughs> gone gone to your default and invalidated life's experience. You know, life's not going to get offended. Mm. Let's face it. Life's not going to get offended if you damn it just a couple of times a week. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? true. She's not, she's not going to get offended. And <laughs> so full of, as soon as you step into forgiveness, so does she, you know. Mm. So, it, you know, it, notice that you have invalidated your experience. Notice that you've invalidated yourself. Drop into some softness and continue. Mm, Open your heart again and keep walking forward. Because I can remember, I can remember like when, when I was in, when I had a lot of stuff sitting on my shoulders and I went to yeah. the ocean and I had a walk and I just screamed why am I in this situation and what is happening? I'm just like, let it all out. Absolutely. And the, the ocean's great. The answer that is, yes, absolutely. So good. And um, mm. the, the thing I had got, I, the, I received the answer often like, because you can, like I have faith in you. And it instantaneously made me say, oh, like, I I, it, I I think it took me it took me several weeks actually to really understand that one because I still had to release a lot of that. Yeah, you know, you know having having faith in life. Yeah, you know, having wow. faith in life is an attitude. It really is an attitude That's thing. Sweet. You you are either sending your attention towards the stuff that is. Um, good and supportive of your ideals or you're sending your attention to aspects of your life that is challenging and unsupportive of your ideals. And basically, you know, um, we all have ideals which create controls. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I have to have for my life to be okay. Actually, if you soften with that and start, taking the attitude of gratitude that I'm, I'm actually really grateful for the, the smallest things in my life, the roof over my head. That is actually a big thing. But the smallest things in life, like, you know, living near the coast where I can walk on the beach, um, having enough rain, having enough rain, um, having enough water i mean we live in such a such a fortunate society i mean finding a little thing to be grateful for finding a yeah. small enough thing to be grateful for is our is, is a struggle you know unless it all gets taken away from me then it becomes so easy you're like oh my 
or how did I not see this before? It's actually amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I see a lot of people as well. Yeah. Like, I work, for example, also with, I hope this is not offending. I really always hope it's not offending because, but it's just a reflection. And, and I work with people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And there's people that have great houses and families and marriages and all the things. Mm. And I go home and I think this is really all I'm sitting here at my house and I want, I want a big car and a great home for my son and I and all the things and I don't have them. And sometimes I get frustrated working away to get them. And then I go home and I think, you know what, but I have legs to walk. Like I can run Absolutely. across the beach and I think, oh my, you know, this is, yeah, it really yep. sets you right back into Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Having enough water to drink during the day is a big one, you know. (laughs) That is truly a big one. Like clean water as well, I feel like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, um, having faith in life is about being grateful for the small things. And, you know, and, focusing on the focusing on the the aspects of life that support you you being one of them and and noticing if you're not supporting yourself if you if you are bringing yourself down mm. if you are um, suppressing your needs or if you notice if you are suppressing your needs or not telling others about when you need help or notice if you are um, not giving yourself the best best chance to um, draw um, positive things towards you. Mm. I like how you say that. It, it really comes from a place of self, doesn't it? When when you are not giving yourself the chance mm. to draw positive things towards you, that's just amazing. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, see, see, I'm actually blocking it through. I don't know, you know, keep sitting in my frustration or something like that, or my overwhelm maybe, or. There is a little bit of a formula for this. There is a little bit of a formula for this. As we walk through life and we experience other people, as we do relationship, what we are often experiencing is other other people projecting their ideals at us. Quite often people experience this as an invalidation of them or um, an expectation on them that they should be more. Hence, people end up feeling less than. So there's this feeling of if, if you have experienced that others have um, in some way um, been the catalyst for you feeling less than or invalidated in some way, then the usual response is to go into agreement and invalidate yourself. Match this with your own human controls and your own ideals. Um, ideals are often a good thing. Um, some ideals are quite um, are quite limiting um, because they don't allow enough room for gratitude of what is right now. But as long as, you know, ideals can be, um, ideals ideals can be quite limiting. Match that with a control um, and your experience that you have been um, 
that you have felt less than by an experience with somebody else got into agreement, then your controls are quite likely to project that less than onto others. And that is a little, little behavioural formula to life. And that is, that is the nature of transference. You feel one thing with another person, you learn that for yourself intrinsically, and then um, it carries forward and inadvertently, unconsciously, you may, feel, you may find that others feel less than around you. Because you have pitched your expect you you have pitched your expectation for yourself and others right up here. Mm. That doesn't meet anybody where they're at. It doesn't give anybody any. It 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 it, it doesn't um, express any self understanding or understanding for others. It is simply just. Um, it's just it's it's leading from the from from the mind yeah. about what things how things should be i hope that makes sense i hope you're following following what i'm trying to say yeah i think i do got um, a question about that i just like a re, like a several relationships actually came to my mind when when i think about also the clarity like when you sometimes have, I think this is the head and the heart thing as well, where, you know, if, if they, if they don't connect with each other, <laughs> it seems to mess around as well in the relationship too. It's like, oh, my head thinks and sees it and it logically may make sense, but my heart is not, not, not catching up, like, or not agreeing yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so, I caught okay. myself... Yeah, I caught mm -hmm. myself saying I saw, caught myself saying to a client the other day, "Have your heart watch what your mind is thinking." Yeah. Have your heart watch what your mind is thinking, and then and and just and just run a check for you know how how's how compassionate is your how compassionate is your intention. Yeah, compassionate, but then also for yourself first again, isn't it? Because I do so, compassionate for others a lot. For, used to until I I was in the healing as well and integrated something, and I said I'm so sorry, I didn't have that compassion for myself or part of myself first before that person outside of me. Compassion so for yourself as a priority yeah. always others as a necessity because the person standing in front of you is just a reflection of who you are so self first and all, self as a priority yeah. others as a necessity and also what you see in them isn't it because often people come to me and say oh they uh they have their opinion about them but i thought oh, they were actually quite nice or easy to yes. talk to or something like that you know so yes. i don't really see what you're talking about <laughs> you know it's like a it's a perspective thing i think as well what, what do you mean? mean do you mean yeah I, I, perspective is everything isn't it what do you mean about yeah. um do you mean two people can be in a conversation and one person can like and feel connected with that person and the other person doesn't is that what you mean Yes, but what I that works as well. But what I'm what I was saying is, 
like someone talks to me about a, a third person in a way, whatever, they don't like them or they see they see a part of them that they don't agree with or find annoying. And then I get to know the person and I'm just like, I think they are fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's guess, right. It, I guess it is that way, yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. But quite, yeah. the... The little, the little formula around this is I've got little formulas for everything, don't I? Um, the little formula around this is that if something about someone else grabs your attention, that is something that your attention has caught on to because it's an opportunity to look at it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fantastic. I mean, yeah. once, once you catch on to that, this is this is the greatest. This is the greatest trick of all time, and for you know, for beings who want to you know, really launch into self to self growth. I mean, and mm. some people are that way inclined, and some people are not. You know, people who piss me off are some of my favourite people to be, you know, to to interact with. I want to know why that person's pissing me off, and I want to get to that part of myself that is to that that you know pisses other people off, and I want to get a bit of awareness around it. I want to get a little bit of awareness around it because you know it's not my intention to piss people off. So mm, that's what I thought too. It's like you are naughty. Okay. Oh wait a minute, what, what, where is that part inside of me <laughs> that is actually naughty? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, doing that. Right. So yeah. is that, is that, what do you do in these situations? Do you like, is that like a shadow integration and go, okay, you're naughty. What is it that you need? Is that the whole feeling yeah. thing again, why you feel like you need to act in that certain way? Although yeah, you know, so like, you're exactly right. Like, you know, shadow integration is, is one thing, but I have, um, I suppose learned a little bit of a shortcut, and that is to go to go to the feeling, go to that oh, feeling because that yeah because that feeling of um, a, for for example, if you were annoyed with your partner, let's mm -hmm. face it, that happens that happens regularly <laughs> in any marriage or any any relationship. You're annoyed, okay? Go to the feeling, let that feeling run. Let it run within you. Watch it. It is a biochemical response to stimulus. Oh, so it's actually stimulating us in a in a way that traveling is through. Well, the feeling can be very stimulating. It can stimulate us to say things we don't really want to say or are not constructive. Mm. Yeah. So if you're watching the feeling. If you're conscious of the feeling, then it's less likely to kick your butt into saying, you know, um, Joe, you're a pain in the ass and starting an argument <laughs> than it is, you know. And I, it's not that I, you know, want to suppress myself, but I do want to be responsible with my feelings. You know, I do want to be, I don't want to be, you know, projecting my frustration all around the house. If it's warranted, if it's valid, fantastic. And I will know by the time I've travelled that feeling, by the time I've travelled that feeling, if Joe's annoyance of me is something that I really need to show my hand and say, honey, um, did you consider how that would have affected me before mm -hmm. you did that? 
I'm showing myself openly. I'm sharing, I'm sharing how I was affected. We're having an open conversation and he can go, oh, shivers, I, I was not aware, darling. Mm. You know, um, and I'll just say, could you, or I'll put my need on the table and he'll either meet my need or not, mm. you know. So, and, and that is, I feel that's, yeah, sorry. I don't want to cut you off. Um, I'm just reading Michelle's question. Can yes. you talk about the comment that you received at karate in this context? Yeah. What's yeah. the comment at karate? Can you let us in on that? <laughs> so the comment that I received at karate was, um, I had, I think the one that Michelle is talking about is, um, I copped a fairly strong punch to the face and um, my and the person who punched me in the face is the loveliest man. I have such a, a great deal of respect for him. Um, but and he didn't he didn't mean to. He didn't mean to. And my sensei basically said to me that I walked into it. Um, and that and the comment was that I deserved it. Now, when I were and I saw Shell the next day, when you cop, I mean, Scott's 40 kilos heavier than I am. Um, so when you cop a, a, a punch in any kind of punch in the face from a from somebody who's 40 kilos heavier than you, um, it can it leaves you a little bit vulnerable, feeling vulnerable. Um, and so, or it did for me anyway, you know, somebody else might have much more experience at getting hit in the face than I do and it'll be you know well habituated water off a duck's back no problem but not for me I've managed to dodge quite a few um so the comment was um you deserve that you're in the wrong place you know you didn't you, you didn't um <clears throat> you did not that's where the camera is right you did not um you didn't, you didn't move correctly for his technique. Okay, that's fine. I, as I travelled that over the following weeks, immediately I knew that my sensei had not said it in a punitive way, like I deserved that, that I um, wasn't good enough to respond correctly that's not the way he meant it for me and unless I had have actually traveled the feeling for myself I wouldn't have I could have misinterpreted his question his 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 statement completely I could have gone and stayed in my victim did, you understand? did I understand I was I had received a punch in the face. My, I had received a punch in the face. I was really, I was feeling quite vulnerable. Did I understand it at the time? I have great yeah, faith in him. 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 Yeah, I have great faith in him, but I was hurt that he would say it. And so when I went to that hurt, when I went to that hurt and unpicked it, um, everybody's good intention was there. Everybody's acknowledgement of our greater potential was there in that feeling. Mm. But so was 
my physical vulnerability and I was able to take care of that and I was able to um, be present with that and I was able to uh, not stay in my victim flow for any longer than was necessary. I was empowered by that. I finally worked out that you cannot have somebody else's shoulder at right angles from your face. <laughs> took me, took me, took me a good punch in the face to find out. Wow. I'm okay with that. I'm okay that with that. Is... But it's interesting. It... Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. You. Because no, you also said it took you a couple of weeks to travel it through. No, complete like... well i it, it took me a good 24 hours to travel to travel it through so that i wasn't feeling feeling the tickle of my victim flow some people you know um i don't step into victim flow easily these days i've spent a lot of time in victim flow in the past um i've had a lot of funky things happen in my life um yeah I don't go into victim flow either easily I would prefer to seek a way to approach matters where I am empowered conscious free to choose how I feel about something and I'm always seeking to have a situation build me rather than drop me that's that attitude attitude is you know is a big thing yeah i'm sometimes still learning you know building up learning to fall oh this is falling okay now up again <laughs> you know like i'm that's yeah. where i'm at <laughs> yeah yep and if you um, get into the but if you the get other thing the that i had watching. is because you know it takes you about 24 hours to travel that through And then what if, what if there's like several layers where, where you have this thing and you are aware of it, but then new things come in that kind of add to it that you can't avoid. And then you're having like two things and, to sort out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what usually happens, especially when feelings run into um, uh, patterns of behavior or past experience. Mm. So the feeling will come up and you will become self-reflective with it and you will sit and you will hold and you will watch for ways that your thoughts reinforce the feeling and you just be detached from those thoughts. Just watch them. The, 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 the story and the data that comes from your mind is um, generally in the same tone as your emotion and um, is generally reinforcing of the feeling. So it reignites the biochemical response um, mm -hmm. of emotion that you are experiencing. So therefore, it'll go on longer. But if you watch in a detached way, then the feeling is not reinforced and it can just subside. It can just easily slip into nothingness. Sometimes if it's a pattern of behavior, then it'll slip into another feeling and it will show you that, you know, um, disbelief will run into anger. And I'm just using a, you know, really, mm. um, um, a really simple template of grief, you know, that the disbelief will then subside. And what you'll find is that anger rises from underneath that. And then sadness rises. And once you've traveled that, then sadness will rise from underneath that. 
And then when sadness has subsided, you may find that there's an emptiness. You know, and um, that is the way, that is the way that, um, that is the way that that emotion, um, that is the way that emotion creates learning. That's interesting because I just had coming abuse coming to mind because after abuse is just like trauma and chaos and loneliness and emptiness mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. much sadness. Even sadness can be depression and there's so much. And Michelle just said processing after a traumatic event becomes quicker using these skills. Absolutely. So that's really interesting to know. Yeah, because you go. Absolutely. Yeah, and I found that even But the after, one thing you can't. One thing you can't invalidate about traumatic experience, and I'm ha I've got a live, um, a live um, situation of this happening in my family at the moment, um, and it's only a little thing. But if the stimulus is live, if the stimulus is live, if you are, um, if the situation has just happened, then the, and the feelings are are strong and they keep coming. It's not a time for you to be detached with your feeling. It's a time for you to be watchful. Detached is a very strong word. People think it's detachment is um, yeah, uh, separating, your, separating yourself from that or suppressing yeah. a feeling. It's not that. Detachment is not that. Detachment is the knowledge that you are not your feelings, that this mm. feeling is happening and your job is to be watchful of it, soft within it, and aware of what is reinforcing it. Which works with your thoughts as well. Exactly. Like I, well, I, yeah. Yeah. I noticed beating myself up over not doing the dishes, and I thought, look, that's not, actually not your voice. This sounds like your mom back in the days. So maybe she was annoyed for whatever reason. It's not you. It's okay not yeah. to do the. It's okay, yeah. whatever, you know. That you sounds like that a right tired. Now. That sounds yeah. like a tired voice. Remember when your children get tired, they get obstructive, yeah. you know. Frankly, of course yeah. you don't want to bloody do the dishes. You're bloody exhausted <laughs> at 9.30 at night. Make the choice. Make the choice move on. This is when, you know, reminding yourself, I am free to do whatever I want to do here. Mm. I don't have to do anything. I uh, do not have to be controlled by the shoulds in my mind, whether they come from my mother or whether they come from, yeah, you know, anywhere else. Anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. So. And I, I was just wanting to um, talk about the, you know, that it's easier using those skills after healing from traumatic events. Because when I think about, you know, abuse or I'm, I don't know about grief too much because I haven't really lost someone who was really close to me yet. My grandpa did, mm. but I found like, you know, trauma and abuse was really like, heavy. And I see many, many people even years after these events still, you know, sitting in that. Mm. So I'm wondering, what am I wondering? I'm wondering how this works, that it actually, um, you know, like um, heals you quicker in a way, I guess. I don't know if it's called healing because it's almost like it's there because I know how it works. It's there and you, you stop breathing or whatever and that gives it the chance to just be stuck in your body. So I guess in that way, you cleanse it out or something. It's just like what you do, you I give, feel like it's such a, 
Yeah. Can you give me a live example so that I can ask you a more specific question? So I feel like what I just wanted to say is, before I say that, that um, it's a very gentle way of releasing emotions that mm. can be very uncomfortable to face. I feel like. Definitely, definitely. Like such like abuse, you know, people come out of abuse mm. and often don't want to face it because it's so uncomfortable to look at it again and to open mm. that up. Yeah, yeah. And to yeah, feed it looking at, Yeah, looking at, looking at pain. Looking yeah. at pain, yeah. Because um, you have a degree in counselling? Yeah. No, I don't have a degree. No, I don't have a degree in counselling. I have an undergraduate degree in psychology. But back oh, to the, not. yeah, back to the feeling of um, people not wanting to um, go to their feelings of trauma or feelings of pain. The, and I hear this quite often, is that I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is you already do. And whether you keep it suppressed underneath the cover of numbness or hardness or whatever other um, learned feeling or energy that you've, that you've um, learned to cope with, um, it's still there. It's still there and it's going, to, uh, it's going to be there as a source of further pain in the future if you, if you are unwilling to sit with that pain and bring it your own softness. Mm. Bringing your own softness to your own pain is what stops the pain being reinforced and reproducing within you. Mm. It's not the memory of the abuse that is, um, that is um, so acutely traumatic. It is your relationship with the memory of abuse, your relationship with it, your... Um, sense of, um, you know, there could be, for any, for, for any individual, there could be a hundred different attributions for why abuse happens in their life or what that means in their life. It means that I've had a shit childhood or it means that I've had... Um, um, I've got I've got a shit life, or I have a bad reputation, or I um, whatever. But in actual fact, those kinds of determinant, those those kinds of attributions create a reality that isn't true. You are just like the rest of us. You have a choice to make in every moment. You can make the empowered choice, or you can, you know. And, and this is this is not about blame. This is this is. Um, giving everybody the opportunity or, or um, helping everybody see that they have an opportunity. And this is, this is why they don't is because they can't see that they have an opportunity to step out of their victim flow and into choice and empowered choice to go, what happened to me could have happened to anyone. 
um, everybody. And, and of course, of course I made that decision. I couldn't see anything any further. You know, I didn't have. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have, I had no awareness that he had a painful childhood and had all of that in his background. How could I have known? How could I have known? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course I, of course I would have wanted to heal that wounded duck of a man. Mm. You know, just all kinds of attributions that you know make people perpetuate their patterns. There is so much learning in this. So just by having, like, listening to you speak about this, it feels, it feels like all of these things. Well, I'm, I'm kind of aware as well, <laughs> so I can feel just, you know, my stuff in, in a way. I was like, oh my god, this actually feels because I used to think it's like a burden. It's like eventually it must just find an end. You know, I'm just gonna journal for the next two weeks. And I'm going to do three clay processes and it's going to finish. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't work that way. So now it literally feels like instead of oh, another thing to do, another thing to work through, it's like it really feels more like a gift now. It's like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. I'm just going to unwrap one after the other and I'm going to have yes. so much knowledge and so much wisdom. And, and so much that, strength, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think you're onto something there because it is, it is mm. ongoing. It is ongoing. Mm. For the rest of our lives, we will be challenged and our beings will grow and we will become more aware and more wise, more wise because yeah. of it. Hallelujah. I feel like Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Because I feel like I'm, I'm carrying all these heavy stones around with me. It's like, this is so heavy. This is so heavy. Like, oh, what, what am I doing? This is actually awesome. <laughs> you know, let's do something yeah. with it. Let's do something yeah. about it. Let's yeah, maybe share nice. it with others or something. Yeah, that just yeah. completely turns it around. There was just something else yeah, as well. No such thing as problems, only unwrapped only gifts. Only unwrapped gifts. Yeah. yeah I love that's right. that. That's amazing. Yeah. That makes the energy, it so much Yeah. Yeah. The energy of a problem, it's just energy. It mm. is just energy. Bring it in. Feel it. Mm. Watch how you reinforce it until you're not reinforcing it anymore and it will simply leave. Because you've grown and need, and gotten what you needed to know from it. Mm. And that's it, hey? It's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> if I would have known that earlier, I wouldn't have carried it around for the last 30 years. <laughs> and that <laughs> is called a shift in awareness. Sorry? And that is called a shift in awareness. Yeah. Now you know that you don't have, have to carry stuff around. You don't. Mm. You simply don't. Yes, that's a choice too. Yeah. Do I want to carry it or do I want to look at it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And you know, ask yourself, what am I? What am I thinking? What am I thinking that is reinforcing this this feeling? Oh, what? Yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah, because we buy into our own thoughts, thinking that they're the authority on that we are the authority on all things, and that we know. <laughs> <laughs> but in actual fact, you know, yeah, the the um, the main someone just said <laughs> um, 
the main, the bulk of your, uh, the bulk of your thought while you are highly emotional is, is um, um, symptomatic thought. It's symptomatic thought. And it, it, I can just hear the, the, the song. I've been, I've been hanging around on the song and it's like, um, meet me in the middle. Da, da, da. Um, I'm losing my mind just a little. And it's been stuck with me for oh, a yeah. week now. What is yeah. this song all about? <laughs> and your head goes round and round and round, and round on an emotion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Until, oh. until you stop and let the emotion and, and give that emotion your heart. <laughs> Put your heart in the space. You are not your emotions. Watch them until they leave. Yeah. Softness. Softness with yourself. And let it all pass. Keep And walking. I think that's, yeah, allowing yourself, well, to be ugly, to be ugly, I feel like. Like, we are not ugly. I know we are beautiful and worthy, but this ugliness is coming out and we just don't want to show that because it's not pretty yeah. and, you know, we might look yeah. weird or less let than yourself, we, we want to be. Yeah, let yourself be human, you know. Let yourself be yeah. human with, you know, yeah. mascara yeah. running down your face <laughs> and no makeup on and yeah. all your hair out of place and let yourself... Let yourself be angry. Let yourself say the wrong thing because mm. it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You mm. will eventually return to softness. You will eventually ap apologize for hurting others. Yeah. And, Which is a very interesting thing. And you will eventually come back to, you know, restoring love within yourself and love between you and all beings that's which the process i guess of life. it's yeah it's almost yes you just, mm. you get the ugliness out but then you turn it around into love and beauty again yeah yeah oh, it's so beautiful <laughs> life is a beautiful I thing i think that. yeah it is. i think life is a really beautiful thing i think i i marvel at the perfection of of life I marvel at it. It's just so beautifully designed to take your being from this small, um, unlived experience to this expansive, mm -hmm. vibrant, dynamic, responsive, expansive, effective, beautiful, you know, expression of yourself into the world. It's just, well, I just love it. I'm loving life. And I think it life. was exactly that, yeah, it was exactly that attitude of yours that, sh that shone, what's the past of shine? Shined? Shone? <laughs> Shined. Shone? Shone a light onto my, like, darkness when I was sitting there, like, how can this be any positive? I just see crap around. And you were, like, just so embracing and loving it. I was, how can she love it? What's her point of view that she has such a view and wants to live this long? And I'm sitting here and I... I just don't. <laughs> I just don't yeah. want to go just an yeah. inch further. You know, but you know, yeah. Kristen, I feel those feelings <laughs> too. I feel those mm. feelings too. From time to time, I will come up. I will experience a feeling that just go, just makes me feel like, wow, I don't want to travel this, and I don't 
want life to be like this and I don't, you know. Mm. I experience those feelings too. And when I'm ready and willing to allow myself to put my toe in the water and then my foot and then step in up to my knee and, you know, and I do so, I do so with an intention to know that that is not me. This is just an experience that I'm having. Mm. And this is the experience that's making my soul grow. This is the experience that I'm growing through. And I will keep walking and continue. And sometimes I forget in those moments. You have you experience. I forget those every day. I can go through. Yeah, and then you and then you go through it, and you come out the other end, and you're oh, that's right. It's just a moment that I forgot what I was yeah. in there just ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I forget every day. I, I forget every day. You know, I go to the gym oh, every so morning. Fun. I go, I go to the gym every morning and, about, and at about 162 beats per minute, my, my ability to be self-reflective goes out the window and I'm all full of, I'm all full of, I just don't want to do this. I hate this. It hurts and I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't is my favourite. I can't is my favourite reinforcer to get me out of doing it hard and, and pushing myself forward. I can't. Actually, actually, my heart functions quite beautifully at 165, 168. It would probably go up to 170 if I really needed it to, wanted it to, and it yeah. could do it, and it could do it a couple of times an hour. But if I buy into the I can't, then I won't. Mm. And there's I a lot there's exactly. a lot yeah, there's a lot more expanding to do than that. Yeah. I so felt the same about my heart when I was like in the midst of my turmoil, chaotic emotions. I was like, my heart is actually beating quite strongly. Although I feel mm -hmm. like a weak, chaotic mess right now. It feels so strong and it contracts on a regular basis. Yeah, this was my heart, and I was like this. Yeah, <laughs> and then I felt it just inside, and I thought, "Oh, look at this!" In the middle of all of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. So beautiful. Yep. Get to know your heart. Use it to watch your mind, and mm. continue. I just sorry. I just have to check the time. I can hear. It I think Shell wound us up. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I think we have to wrap it up. Oh, man. <laughs> we need to make these longer now. No, it was so beautiful to have you here. Thank you for Thank having you me. Thank you so much for sharing today. Oh, no where can people find you if they would like to work with you or know more about you? Where can people find you? Uh, they can message me on Facebook yeah. um, at Your World Orientation. Um, that's the best place. That's, that is the best place to message me, your world orientation. Um, or you can email me, loisroley at gmail.com. Um, that's the best way. That is okay. the best way to, to get in contact with me. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'd put uh, my hands together, but I'll just put one over my heart. Thanks very much for having me, Kristen. Uh, no worries. Thank you so much for joining me. No worries.
Love to you, Dar. Bye. Love to you. Bye. Bye.